Thanks for tuning in. You're now listening to the latest podcast from House SF. For more information about House and our heart for the city, please make sure to visit our website at www.housesf.org. Yes, today we do have two speakers. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, see. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Worked on that all week. No, no. That'd be bad, but yeah. All right. <laughs> How y'all doing today? Pretty good? Yeah. This side's pretty good. How y'all doing today? They're doing woohoo. That's good. It's always a good sign, I think. But um, I just have a quick message to give today, and uh, then we go on to Mr. Kenny back there. Yeah, it's going to be good. But let me just encourage us real quick. Actually, let's pray before we jump into this. That's always a good sign. All right. Uh, Jesus, thank you for bringing us here today. Thank you that you're our hope. Thank you for all that you've done. Thank you for what you continue to do. I pray that you have your way in this place. In Jesus' name, amen. Who was here last week? That was pretty awesome, huh? Yeah. Yeah, let's give it up for the volunteers last week and all they did. And guest speaker, Mike, he killed it, man. Like... I brought my brother, and uh, he brought his fiance, and they had a great time. I was kind of wondering, like, how's it going to go because the senior pastors aren't here, and, like, can the CC aren't here? Can we even set up, you know? Like, how's that going to work? But, um, yeah, they loved it. We're talking about it afterwards, the message and all that. I think that's just a new normal where we're just talking about everything that's going on at house, like, uh, even when it's over, you know, on Sundays, because God can do something here. Y'all believe that? Oh, a little bit, y'all. Okay. I'm liking this side. There's a bit of response over here, y'all. I know you got less people, but that gives you an excuse to be a bit louder. You know, it's all good. You got Christine on this side, too, so it's all good. So, uh, wow, I used like two minutes of my 10. But <laughs> it's all good. It's cool. Don't worry. We're, we're coasting. So The main thing that God put on my heart today was that God is with us, God is for us, therefore we can walk out what he's called us to do. And um, I just wanted to share a quick story of how God helped put this in my life. So who here has always had like a perfect church experience, whatever church you go to, you just always have a perfect church experience? Oh, so many hands. No, no, yeah. That was the point of that question, but yeah. Um, Growing up, when I was like in middle school or so, uh, my family and I started going to this new church, and uh, we didn't, they, some of them had a good time, I didn't have the best time, to tell the truth, because the people there weren't too authentic, they didn't walk out what they preach, basically, you know, (laughs) hypocrites, but it's all good, you know, I know I hate to use that word, but that's just the definition, it's all good, you know, is it the uh, the source, yeah, so um, what happened? Let's see. Yeah, back in middle school, um, I actually had better friends at, I would say, in school than at the church, because even them, they would be more authentic with me than people in the church. It's funny when that happens sometimes. But the good thing is, I really give props to my dad. He's a pastor, and uh, he helped bring in these new leaders, and uh, we started to rejuvenate the church a bit. And there started to be a bit of revival there. And our youth program just grew, and it was pretty amazing. And, um, yeah, it went pretty awesome. 
So eventually, you know, a couple years later, from 13 to 20, so a lot of years later, a friend of mine, he decided that he wanted to go to Bible college, and he decided to ask me if I wanted to go too in Australia. I was like, I got nothing on my calendar. Why not, you know? Might as well. But try out this whole college thing. But the thing, reason I tell you that is because at this church, we just had a great time. And uh, we discovered some great role models, people to look up to, a great community there. And um, I got to see what church could be on the bad side, but what church could be on the great side. Because there's a potential for both. We just need to walk it out to make it happen for the best. And um, through all that, like the mountaintops, the valleys, the good, the bad, the whole roller coaster, that thing, God was there with me. He was for me. And he's truly helping me still to this day to walk out what I'm trying to be called to be. Well, what I am called to be. And what we're all called to is the church. We're called to build it up. And uh, steps of breakthrough, March 2nd, ladies come out to that. But uh, the men had one, too, a couple months ago. It was cool, too. Yeah, you know. We got momentum, too, the men in the church. It's all good. But uh, <laughs> uh, we discussed, like, lies that try to ingrain themselves into our lives and then exposing that, but then revealing the truth, like the other side of what was going on. And uh, this was what I felt God put on my heart during that time. Basically saying that you're part of the church, like this is what you're called to do, and all you got to do is trust in me. Like even if you feel you don't fit in, I know that's for someone in here, you feel like you don't always fit in all the time. Uh, You were called to be a part of the church, and the church is diverse, and we need you here. And uh, let's see. Oh, there it is. Yeah, I was looking at the wrong notes. But uh, I was looking at the story of Joseph lately. Y'all heard of that guy in the Bible? Old Testament guy, colorful coat, colorful character, all that stuff. But uh, if you want the quick version of this, I suggest the movie. I know, I'm telling you that. But read it, yeah, read it too. But yeah, there's a movie called Joseph, King of Dreams. It's awesome. It's animated. It's, they're singing, all that stuff. Everything you want in a movie, it is there. But uh, I'm going to give you the quick story of what happened in Joseph's life. So Joseph went from being a favored son to a slave, to a prisoner, to pretty much the number one man of authority in his country. And that's quite a transition there. Uh, He had 11 brothers and one sister, and his father favored him above all his other brothers, sadly. That's not the way a good father works. That's not the way our father works with us. He loves us equally. But um, his brothers notice that, of course, and what do they do? They sell him into slavery to try to attempt to fix that problem. That, that's just a problem that makes the problem worse. And uh, sadly, they sold him off to Egypt. And he works for this guy named Potiphar. Uh, and the crazy thing is that through all this, through all this crazy stuff, God was still allowing him to flourish in his life. He was still thriving. And I want to look at this verse, uh, Genesis 39.2. It says, The Lord was with Joseph so that he prospered, and he lived in the house of his Egyptian master. You ever notice that sometimes, probably in your workplace too, like 
things are going a bit better than I thought they would, you know. It might just be the God in you shining out, you know. Just, just saying, you know, just a little, little throw in there. But uh, sadly, like, things still didn't go that well for Joseph. Eventually he got uh, blamed for something he didn't commit, a crime he didn't commit. His, uh, Potiphar's wife blamed him for basically sexual assault, and he didn't do it, even though she tempted him to multiple times. And he gets sent to prison for something he didn't do. But what does he do there? He just continues to prosper. He continues to flourish because God never leaves you despite what season you're in. And I love this verse too. Joseph's master took him and put him in prison. This is Genesis 39, 20 to 21. Sorry, I'm bouncing around a bit. Just trying to give Ken some time. So Joseph's master took him and put him in prison, the place where the king's prisoners were confined. But while Joseph was there in the prison, the Lord was with him. He showed him kindness and granted him favor in the eyes of the prison warden. So he's flourishing as a slave. Now he's flourishing as a prisoner for a crime he didn't commit. And he's there for about two years. And basically, he interprets. Oh, yeah, he has a gift of interpreting dreams. I left that out. Yeah, that's, that's his thing. Watch the movie. I told you, you know, do, do your own homework, you know. I can't do it all in 10 minutes, you know. Genesis, check it out sometime. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so he has the gift of interpreting dreams. And um, there's a baker in the prison with him and a cupbearer. Sadly, the baker, his dream, it leads to his death. And the cupbearer, it works out a bit better for him. He gets restored to his position in Pharaoh's household. And eventually Pharaoh himself, like the main dude of the country, has a dream. And the cupbearer is like, oh, I used to know this guy back in prison. His name was Joseph. He might be able to help you. And uh, basically Joseph interprets his dream, which says that there's going to be seven years of famine in the land and seven years of abundance. So Joseph comes up with this plan, like, you need a dude who can just uh, save up what we get in the uh, time of abundance, and then we'll use it in the time of famine. I know I'm throwing a lot at you. This is the story of Joseph. We're not even going to go through his whole story. But Pharaoh said, oh, yeah, you, you will be a good fit for this. So he ends up putting Joseph as a man of authority in the land. So Joseph, let's just rewind a bit. He went from a favored son to a slave to a prisoner to the number one man of authority in Egypt besides Pharaoh. And that's a huge roller coaster of a life right there. This happened over many years. And I tell you this because God was with him, he was for him, and he allowed him to prosper throughout whatever season he was in. And I think that leads to us today. Ooh. 10 minutes. So, yeah, sorry. I'm thinking out loud. Oh, that's a good song. But, no. Oh, man, I'm off track. But, yeah. <laughs> so, I just came up here today to basically tell you whatever season you're going through, like, as long as you know that God's with you, He's for you, like, you can prosper wherever you're at. You can be in the darkest valley, the highest mountaintop, like, whether you relate to Joseph being a slave, whether you relate to Joseph being a person of authority, I don't know what season you're in right now, but God can help you prosper in all of it. And I think it'd be awesome if we 
just pray one more time. I'm going to introduce Ken. Uh, God, we just thank you for your goodness, Lord God, and you truly do make all things work together for the good of those who love you, God. We thank you that you're awesome, and I pray that you have your way in this place, Lord Jesus, that as you're with us, as you're for us, that we'll just continue to walk out what you have for us, whatever it might be. And thank you for Ken, who's about to come up in a sec. Uh, I pray that you just bless him and has a great time too. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks again for listening to the House SF podcast. We pray that you're encouraged today by this message. If you'd like to partner with and support our ministry, please visit us at www.housesf.org.